Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 18th of August. Bilkis Banu, a survivor of the 2002 post-Ghodra riot in Gujarat, has said that premature release of the 11 rapists has shaken her faith in justice, leaving her numb and bereft of words. On August 15th, all the 11 convicts sentenced to life imprisonment in the 2002 case of Bilkis Banu's gang rape and murder of her family members, including her three-year-old daughter, during the riots, walked out of the Godra sub-jail after the state government approved their application for remission of sentence. They were then felicitated at the Dean Dayal Upadhyay Trust Auditorium by a member of the RSS. In a statement issued by her advocate Shobha Gupta, Bilkis said that on the day the convicts were released. the trauma of the past 20 years washed over her again she added that when she heard of the news she was bereft of words she said she was still numb bilkis lives in a relief colony in dahod with her children and her husband yakub rasul speaking to the indian express rasul said that they are distressed since the news reached them and they had not been able to think what to do next and will do what their lawyer advises he further added that because this release of the convicts has left bilkis devastated They have decided to keep her away from the public eye. It's not worth reliving the trauma of the worst that has happened, he said. Bilkis was 21 when the incident took place. She saw seven members of her family murdered. Seven other relatives who she says were also killed were declared missing. She was 5 months pregnant at the time. On January 21, 2008, a special CBI court in Mumbai had sentenced the Levin to life imprisonment on charges of gang rape and murder of seven members of Bilkis family during the 2002 Gujarat riots. Their conviction was later upheld by the Bombay High Court. The Samyukt Kisan Morcha or SKM began its 75-hour-long dharna at Rajapur Mandi Samiti in Lakhimpur city this morning. Their demands include the sacking of Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra. The SKM had decided to hold a protest from August 18 to 20th to seek justice in the Lakhimpur Kheri violence case. Farmers from Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Punjab and Haryana participated in the dharna. The protesting farmers are pressing for several demands. Apart from sacking of Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra, they have demanded the release of four farmers jailed in connection with the violence that broke out in October last year. Mishra's son Ashish Mishra is among the accused in the Lakhimpur Kheri case which claimed five lives. BKU Tickets District President Dilbagh Singh said that around 2 months back the SKM had held a meeting in Delhi and decided to organize a dharna in Lakhimpur Kheri in support of various demands that include a law to guarantee minimum support price for crops to protect the interest of farmers. Dilbagh Singh Sandhu also told news agencies that Bharatiya Kisan Union National Spokesperson Rakesh Tikkat, National Organization Secretary Budhev Sharma and some other prominent farm leaders arrived at Lakhimpur Kheri on Wednesday for the dharna. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia has said that the Aam Aadmi Party led government will not let Rohingya refugees settle in the national capital. On Wednesday the Home Ministry issued a clarification after Union Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said that Rohingya refugees would be given EWS flats and police protection. The Home Ministry said that there were no such directions given and that all illegal foreigners will be kept at detention centers till they are deported. According to Times of India, Sisodia said that the Delhi government is clear that the Rohingyas will not be allowed to illegally settle in Delhi and will oppose this move with all its might. He added and I quote, "We will not compromise on the security of this nation and its people." Unquote. At a press conference later, Sisodia accused the BJP-led Union government of quote-unquote conspiring to illegally settle the refugees, news agencies reported. 
In 2017, the Myanmar army had cracked down on the Rohingya community, claiming that it was in retaliation to attacks by the Arakan Rohingya Salvation Army insurgent group. The refugees have alleged that the crackdown included mass killings and rape. Since then, thousands of Rohingyas have fled to Bangladesh and India. In Delhi, the Rohingyas currently live in a refugee colony in Madanpur Khadar village of Kalindi Kunj area. The central government today blocked eight YouTube channels, seven Indian and one from Pakistan, one Facebook account and two Facebook posts for promoting fake news against the country. According to the Union Ministry of Information and Broadcasting, the blocked channels had a cumulative viewership of over 114 crore and were subscribed by over 85 lakh users. The ministry said that the purpose of the content published by some of these YouTube channels was to spread hatred among religious communities in India. The statement said that the false claims were made in various videos of the blocked YouTube channels. They were spreading fake news such as the government ordering demolition of religious structures, banning celebration of religious festivals and declaration of religious war in India. The ministry also said that the channel posted fake news on various subjects such as the Indian armed forces, Jammu and Kashmir and India's friendly relations with foreign states. The ministry also said that such content was found to have potential to create communal disharmony and disturb public order in the country. It utilized the emergency powers under the IT rules 2021 and issued orders for blocking the content on August 16th. In April, 22 YouTube channels were blocked on similar charges. Four of those were from Pakistan, the rest were based from India. According to the Hindustan Times, since December, 102 channels on YouTube and several other social media accounts have been blocked by the central government. While YouTube channels and Facebook posts are being blocked by the central government for spreading fake anti-India content aimed at flaring religious hatred. On the other hand, #boycottrakshabandhan and #boycottlalsingchadda is trending on Twitter as an ongoing campaign against Bollywood movies that quote unquote hurt the religious sentiments of Hindus. Their targets include Lal Singh Chadda, a remake of Forrest Gump, which stars Amir Khan, whose 2015 comments on growing intolerance in India have been resurrected on social media amidst calls to boycott his movies. Khan was also criticized for his 2014 movie PK that purportedly mocked Hindu gods. Akshay Kumar has also surprisingly been dragged into the boycott. With his film Raksha Bandhan released last week, Kumar's 2016 tweet resurfaced on Twitter where he'd urged people not to waste milk on Mahashivratri. But they weren't just isolated tweets asking for boycotts. Prominent Twitter handles, YouTube channels and websites led the discourse. To find out more, read my colleague Prati Goel's report titled #boycottbollywood. Inside the world of online anger against Amir Khan and Akshay Kumar, only on newslaundry.com. While you're there, listen to awful and awesome episode 265 to hear what Abhinandan Sekri and Rajeshri Sen, the hosts of Pop Culture Podcast, have to say about the hashtags. We are able to bring you reports, podcasts, videos, interviews, and a lot more because of you. We don't depend on advertisements from corporations or governments for funds. We depend on our subscribers who keep us going. Please go to newslaundry.com and click the red subscription button on the top right corner. We need your support, dear listeners, to continue what we do. Subscription is as low as rupees three hundred a month. Pay to keep news free. BJP leader Shahnawaz Hussain moved Supreme Court challenging the Delhi High Court's order for an FIR in an alleged rape case against him. Hussain has submitted that the High Court failed to acknowledge that he was a public figure and that he was being sought to be falsely implicated with malicious intent. On Wednesday, the Delhi High Court had ordered the registration of an FIR against Hussain on a woman's complaint of rape at a farmhouse in South Delhi's Chhatrapur area in April 2018. 
Justice Asha Menon had also questioned the Delhi police for showing complete reluctance to even register an FIR and put the investigation machinery into operation. In her judgment, Menon ordered the police to complete its investigation and submit a detailed report before the concerned trial court within three months. In June 2018, the woman approached the magistrate court alleging that Hussein called her to a farmhouse and raped her after lacing her cold drink with a sedative in April 2018. After this, the trial court had called for an action taken report, or ATR. The Delhi police, in its report, however, concluded that as per the inquiry, the allegations raised by the woman were not found to be substantiated. Hussein had claimed that the allegations were a result of a marital dispute the complainant had with his brother. He said that she had tried to implicate him in a false case in the past as well. The BJP leader's lawyers mentioned the appeal before Chief Justice of India, N.B. Ramana, today and demanded for an urgent hearing. However, the plea was turned down. 21 residents of Kabul in Afghanistan were killed in a blast at a mosque, the police said. Khalid Zadran, a police spokesperson, told Reuters that another 33 people had been injured in the explosion. The powerful blast was heard in a northern Kabul neighborhood on Wednesday, shattering windows in nearby buildings. A witness told the Associated Press that the blast took place during the evening prayers at the Siddiqiya Mosque. Mullah Amir Mohammad Kabuli, the imam of the mosque, is among those dead. The witness also said that the explosion was carried out by a suicide bomber. No one has claimed responsibility for the explosion and authorities have not publicly assigned blame. Emergency Hospital, a facility run by an Italian NGO, said in a statement that it had admitted 27 people, including five children, who were wounded in the explosions. Two people had arrived dead at the hospital and one patient died in the emergency room, said Emergency Hospital's Afghanistan country director Stefano Sosa. In August, the hospital treated 80 patients from six different mass casualty events, which included major incidents such as blasts and mass shootings. Sosa said, and I quote, the country is suffering the consequences of a very long conflict that has undermined its future, unquote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 